0: Welcome to Catholic Radio for
1: Acadiana's presentation of Cajun Catholics. Here's your host, Todd Citron. Welcome to Cajun Catholics featuring outstanding Catholics from all over Acadiana. Unleash the Catholic in you. Today's first guest is Father Mike Delcombe from Acadiana. Broussard at Sacred Heart Church in Broussard, Louisiana. Father Mike, welcome to the show. Thanks. Thanks for having me, Todd. Um, today, I want to know a few things from you. Um, sure. You and I uh, had a, a wonderful opportunity to travel to the Holy Land, and um, we went to Caesarea Philippi, uh, and it's just a moment I'll never forget in, in, our, in our lives. Uh and, and I, I revert back to Matthew 16, where God says, who, who do you say that I am? And Simon Peter said, you're the Messiah, the Son of the living God. And so today, on this inaugural show, I asked Father Mike Delcambre, "Who who is Father Mike Delcombe? Tell us who, who is Father Mike Delcombe.
0: Okay. Um, well, first of all, I, um, I give you um, who I am just as a son. So um, mom and dad. Patricia and Randy Delcom from Abbeville, born and raised. Um, that's my peeps. I know. Love love my parents. Um, they have been so wonderful witness to me of just what love and fidelity and, and generosity and faithfulness is. Um, so I'm one of three kids. Um, I'm the oldest and only boy. I have two younger sisters, Lauren and Caroline. Just turned 40 this year. Uh, so that's, nice. a, that's a big deal from what I hear. Um, I'm still feeling the effects of what 40 means. So... Um, Born and raised in Abbeville, went to Mount Carmel, went to V.C., those of you who um, are, know that area, um, and then went off to LSU, which is not always known. We have that common Go connection. Tigers. I know. We'll, we'll see what happens in the uh, March Madness. Um, so I went to LSU and um, just kind of um, maybe discerned I was going to be a physical therapist. I was planning on that, and um, I had always had a relationship with the Lord, and I'm sure we'll talk about that a little bit today. Um, And that kind of waned, waxed and waned, and um, later on in college, as I was thinking about what I was going to do with my life um, to make maybe a bigger impact, I think the vocation of the priesthood came up. And So as you say, who am I? Certainly, um, the gift of priesthood certainly comes up. And went to Notre Dame Seminary in New Orleans for five years and um, just fell in love with Jesus. Um, I would say fell in love with him before that, but more intimately in the seminary and just I've been a priest for 13 years, a Diocesan priest, and it's been, um, it's been a joy. Um, so who am I now? Um, I, I understand my, my identity a little differently. Um, I'm, I'm a son of, of Patricia and Randy, but um, in a deeper sense, I, I know that I'm a son of, of God the Father, and um, just take great comfort and, and security in that, and that has brought me just tremendous freedom in my life. And, um as a priest, I love to to introduce people to Jesus, but also um, to bring them to the Father, um, who who heals and strengthens and um, just restores so many things that sometimes our, our earthly parents don't give us. You know,
1: I know that um, you have moved uh, from Cecilia to Broussard. Uh, I guess it's been a couple of years now, but uh, I know many of your parishioners, and and you are truly a rock star. They love you. Mm, you miss um, me some Cecilia? People. You are a uh, a well loved. Priest in this in our diocese, Um, Drew Brees once said that um, uh, there are the two most important moments of your life are are when you're born and uh, when you find out why you were born. Was there an aha moment for you uh, when you when you knew why you were placed here on earth? Wow, what a great question, Drew Brees. Always um, my man. I tell you,
0: um. Gosh, you got me thinking about that one. Um, why was I born? Um, I, I don't know. I think I'm going to go back to um, what, I, what I heard the Lord tell me um, as kind of I got assigned to, to Sacred Heart. Just that's what's coming up on my, my heart. Um, when I got assigned to Sacred Heart, um, I heard the Lord as I was, I was a little intim- intimidated, actually, um, moving from Cecilia to, to Bruceard to bigger parish. I got a school. I've never had a school before. And, Um, I was a little intimidated, kind of going to the father, um, just saying, like, what do I do? What's going on? Um, And I just heard him say very clearly, um, I I simply want you to be my son there. Like, I just want you to show them that you love me, and that'll be enough. Like, they they will fall in love, like, this is him. They will fall in love with me by the way they see you in love with me. And maybe to answer your question, um, the more I like, the more I grow um, in in my life, and the more I grow, um, I, I would say maybe in in what I'd call maturity in the spiritual life. Um, I, I just be, God is calling me to be more like a child, like who just trusts Him, and I find like my place on Earth and my call is to be like a son of the Father, like a playful child, and to like let people around me know that that's okay, like, that that's attractive, that like to invite other people to be like that. So it's it's more of like being rather than doing um, if that makes any sense. Sure. Um,
1: I know a lot of people that know you uh, and people that meet you for the first time just can't get over uh, They I hear the words down to earth. He's a guy that's not uh, up on the pulpit, that's not separated. In fact uh, when you do your homilies, you often come into the into the church, uh, with your, your Madonna microphone, uh, and, and you're, you're right up in, 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 the grill of, right. of, of the parishioners. And I, I love that. I mean, very interactive. Um, we both love to hunt. Um, you hunt more than I do, I guess. <laughs> Come on. Because <laughs> you cheat on me all the time. We can go to confession in,
0: yeah, after this show.
1: Uh, one of my favorite stories with you I want to tell is um, you and I went uh, hunting in Gaydon one time in the old Cypress blind, mm-hmm. and um, so it was. the hunting was pretty slow, and I asked if it would be okay if I went to confession, and um, and one cool thing about about being with Father Mike is to be able to uh, go to confession in a duck blind, or a, I don't deer hunt, but in a deer blind, I'm sure, and, and on the way to the camp and, and whatnot, and, and I had the opportunity to go to confession with you. And uh, right after the confession, um, these beautiful two wood ducks, a drake and a hen, come through the trees and hover over the uh, pond right right in our pie hole and uh, they they we, 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 we knocked them down, each one shot, boom boom, and I mounted those birds in our our camp uh, and gave a hammer dog there you go. and uh, and so that's one of my fond memories. But tell me a little bit about your love affair with hunting and how it pertains to your. Your spiritual life
0: yeah sure and that's one of the connections we have um you know i it just kind of started with it more of a natural thing my dad um the, the times we would spend as a child it was always hunting he would come in be, he's working uh, away from town a lot and when he would come in we were either hunting or fishing we were either that was our time together we were going duck hunting deer hunting uh, or we were fishing and just um just learn to love the outdoors obviously learning how to be wanting to be with him but also just the relaxing especially in a deer stand uh early in the morning uh guys who are listening to this can can relate just it's dark and it's quiet and and when the sun comes up um even in the duck blind as i'm thinking about it the sun comes up and it's just so beautiful and peaceful and the nature becomes comes alive around you so um it's not only enjoyable just to be with friends um but I look back um, and, and even still today, I enjoy like I connect with God so well in nature, in uh, the beauty of just a sunrise, the beauty of like ducks just kind of working in um, and usually when i'm with guys it's it's a great opportunity um, first of all to have like just conversations in the setting of awe, um, because most guys who are in the duck blind it's it's a place of beauty, most guys who are in a a deer blind—it's a place of beauty. Most guys who are on the water fishing, it's a place where you slow down, and you can have those conversations, which is pretty neat. So it's for me—it's a combination of everything that I love: hunting, adventure, passion. It's—it's um, it's an atmosphere to, to have a conversation about just maybe some deeper things of life.
1: You know. I think that's why you know the, uh, when we we God put on my heart uh, <clears throat> the idea of Cajun Catholics. You know. That's what I think of. You know, I think of our relationship to Christ and how that relates to here in Cajun country in South Louisiana, where we love to hunt and fish. And it is one and the same. Uh, God wants uh, us to enjoy all the things that He's given us. And, and I think it's a wonderful way for <clears throat> us to be out there and, and do that. Um, when you think of Cajun Catholics, you know, what do you think of?
0: Um,. You know, this memory just came up when you were talking. Uh, I, was, I was in Florida, like, recently last week, and um, I was driving back from my retreat. I had a week-long retreat, and they had all these pine trees, like, ugh, like pine trees in yeah, Florida, pine awesome. trees in Mississippi. And there's this br- the bridge that comes over into Louisiana, and, like, on the other side of the, the bridge, there were these, like, hard oaks I mean, they look funky, like gray, and they had no <laughs> leaves on them. But I was like, thank God. Like, Louisiana. It was swamp and just funky, big trees. Um, and I, when I saw that, I was like, I'm so glad to live in Louisiana, you know. Just, I think, hardworking people. I think uh, just blue-collar, love living off the land, um, hunting and fishing, family-oriented um, our faith is a deep part of our our life and our experience here in our culture, um, and and particularly in, in a Catholic way, we have a deep, uh, rich Catholic culture, especially in the Kadiana, right? Um, so I just think of like a Cajun Catholic is, is is a hardworking person who loves being with family, loves food, loves faith, um, and the 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 Catholic culture is is imbued. It's it, it is so tied into the way that we live. Um, it's so funny. Like uh, two days ago was Ash Wednesday. Um, and we we have a service and we have a, you know, prayer and everybody wants ashes. That's what we right. do. You know, like you don't need, it's not even Catholics. It's just a Christian. You don't have to be Christian. Um, so we just saw so many people that we don't normally see because it's, it's South Louisiana. It's Acadiana. That's what we do. It's Ash Wednesday. We just come and, So, just Cajun Catholics.
1: That's it. That's it. Well, you're listening to Cajun Catholics uh, with Father Mike Delcum. We'll be back in one moment. You're listening to Cajun Catholics uh, featuring outstanding Catholics from all over Acadiana. We're here with Father Mike Delcum. And um, Father... I was thinking about when you and I met, um, and this is a pretty cool story. We met at the College World Series yes, in we did. Omaha. 2009. And tell me why you were there. I
0: was there. Um, um, involved with an organization called the Institute for Priestly Formation. Okay. Um, and they have a summer program there at Creighton University um, to form the spiritual life of seminarians, primarily seminarians. That's the program there. So I was out there uh, getting familiar with it, I was doing some spiritual direction there. I um, was also teaching a class, and I was just getting familiar with the program.
1: Okay, and so we, um, um, I, I went out there with my whole family, with my mom. We we actually took a 15-passenger van and just had a crew, my brothers, and uh, and Father Mike was with Father Mark Toops. And we're both LSU alumni, big fans, and uh, this was the year of Mikey Matuk and the LSU team that actually ended up winning it all. And um, can you
0: can you say that again?
1: Yeah, it was been a long time. Yeah. Okay. What year was that? Two thousand nine. Okay. They won it all. Very who'd, nice. Who did they beat? They beat Texas. They did the University Three of Three game. Yes. How times have changed. I know. <laughs> so, uh, um, one of the the coolest things that happened on that trip that I just love to tell this story. Um, my kids, we stayed at the Embassy Suites Hotel in downtown Omaha, and uh, we wanted to have a mass and uh, a good close friend of ours, Taylor Davis said, man, you go hook up with my friend, father, Mike Delcombe. He'll do a mass for y'all in the room. Y'all can, and I'm like, man, I don't know about that, but okay. You know, so I called and we we finally got together and he said, yeah, I'd be happy to come and do a mass. So we wanted to share that experience with everyone. So we uh, went to the hotel and said, could we get a room uh, and have a mass for all the LSU fans? This was the Sunday of father's day. As I recall, it was father's day. And it was in between LSU playing the three national championship games against Texas. So my kids went around the hotel and put posters everywhere. And, I mean, it was awesome. We invited the whole – the team came. Uh, many of the players came and, and a lot of our family. And they, they ended up setting up the room. It was beautiful. I guess we had, I don't know, maybe 100 people or, or maybe a little north of that um i ended up giving communion as i recall or my brother i think i read and my brother gave communion and father mike came and did the mass for everyone including Mikey mike who had lost his father uh tragically and you know it was on father's day it was just a very special time talk about that how was that for you
0: well um first of all yeah thank you for the invite i remember that uh clearly it was it was just a good time um it was a good outlet. It was just kind of a culmination of a lot of things because I went to LSU. You know, I was, I was an alumni and was excited to be there and part of the team. So for me, it allowed me to be a part of something that was special and beautiful. Um, in in the back of my mind, I'd be like, you know,
1: they should send you a s- ring. I, well, I think. That's what
0: I'm thinking. I'm, what thinking I'm thinking. Uh, I mean, I said Mass. <laughs> I gave him Jesus. I'm thinking Matux. Like he had a crucial hit in that game. Absolutely. When he got to second, I think he hit a double. Absolutely. And he just went crazy. And I'm like, you know what? I think that's the Eucharist. Like that's the Holy Spirit this- sanctifying grace. I felt like a dove was about base. to descend upon him. Right. So <laughs> it, it, was, it was. It was enjoyable. It was neat. It was. Um, um, i, I don 't want to say surreal, but it was just very natural like okay this is i 'm bringing my gift to the table uh just to serve my school and to serve this community there's a you know a lot of people from Lafayette there um so like when I guess we talk about Cajun Catholics um it was like this is what we do. we say mass in a hotel in Omaha for the national championship because this is any what we do than that. i mean
1: it, it was it pretty just doesn 't get any better than that my mom. Uh, was a huge LSU baseball fan, and she uh, every night that the Tigers played, she said um, a rosary during the game. And uh, and she said, "I said, Mom, you can't pray for baseball. That does, just doesn't seem right." And she says, "Oh, the Blessed Mother loves the Tigers, absolutely." You know? And uh, I think
0: Jesus went to LSU.
1: <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> uh, so okay, um, tell me a little bit about um, about Lent. It, we're in the, the season of Lent. Uh, I know you and Father Mark Toops uh, put something on my spiritual group's heart was the journey to Jerusalem, and I've done that a few years. It's fabulous. It's a, a great journey. I think it's on a podcast now if anybody wants to go out there and look it up, Father Mark Toops. Uh, but what what's, what's going on for Lent? Sure. Well,
0: Lent is, um, Lent is a journey. You know, that The church kind of gives an image of the desert where um, you know, the, the church, we are invited personally to go into the desert. What happens in the desert? Um, Really, the the essentials kind of come to the surface. Um, Think about a a journey into the desert. You're not going to pack a whole lot of heavy things. Um, You're not going to waste a lot of energy carrying stuff you don't need. You're just going to think about perhaps the essentials of the journey because you're you're not sure how long it's going to last. You you need food. You need water. You you, want to live, right? So for me, a good image is like what sustains me? What what is life giving? Um, so perhaps like an image to, to look at Lent is, okay, what's bringing me life? And then what's not bringing me life? We always have attitudes, behaviors that bring us life or take life away from us. Uh, that just bring um, just death. And so um, perhaps it's, we, we talk about fasting, almsgiving, penance, right? We fast from, from things, attitudes, behaviors, people that that bring us down, that, um, that take life away from us, that exhaust us, that, that bring, you know, in reality, death to us. And we want to say yes to the things that are life-giving and no to the things that are not. Um, so in, in our parish, we have a bunch of things going on, and there's a bunch of things going on in different parishes um, around the, the diocese. Just for Lent, there's, there's extra penance services where we can we basically go and celebrate the Sacrament of Reconciliation where we're saying to the Lord, like, I am sorry for grasping, for saying yes to these things um, or these people that take me away from a, a single-hearted devotion to you. Um, we, we do extra... Um, works of mercy. So we we want to look at people around us. Who are the people around me in need that I need to be attentive to rather than just focusing on my own needs? Um, Because we can sometimes be just so self-absorbed and we just notice our own needs. Um, And, you know, parishes do uh, like maybe Ways of the Cross on Friday where we remember the passion of Jesus. Um, There's often missions in different parishes where speakers come in and and um, just call the faithful to um, a new level of, of holiness or, or sacrifice, what
1: have you. Okay. Uh, I know that I believe you have an event coming up at your church, and it, it turned me on to the series that's on YouTube. It's called Wild Goose uh, with Father David Pavonka. I've watched the first four episodes, and uh, it's fabulous. Uh, I think wild goose is the Cel- old Celtic uh, term for the Holy uh, the Holy Spirit. Yep. I love uh, just the... Holy Spirit touches me often, and in, in, in my life, it's duh I see doves all over Lafayette, all over, everywhere at work and at home. And uh, for me, I have a Holy Spirit number. It's number sixteen. When I see the number sixteen, that's that's my sign of the Holy Spirit. Um, tell me about how how does the Holy Spirit touch you? Sure.
0: Um. Well, just to maybe say a little bit about uh, Dave Provenka, I sure. know he's, um, he's coming in. Um, I'm excited. I'm super excited about him coming in. He's coming in April 1st, 2nd, and 3rd uh, at Sacred Heart in Broussard. Um, and he just, he's going to be coming to talk about the Holy Spirit. I think one of his missions um, that God has put on his heart is to bring awareness of the Holy Spirit in the church. It, it, the Holy Spirit's kind of like the, the, the forgotten stepson, you mm-hmm. know? Of, it's kind of like what what's going on? But the Holy Spirit empowers us, so... For me, uh, personally, my own uh, experience of the Holy Spirit, I had had a wonderful experience uh, in my confirmation retreat uh, when I was in high school. Um, We we do confirmation as juniors in high school, and I just remember for the first time like experiencing the power of God. Um, It was on the retreat. I remember this. It was a three-day retreat. It was on the second day. I was just overwhelmed with... um, with emotion, with conviction, I, I started crying um, at the awareness of how much God loved me. Um, you know we a lot of retreats do these things that you people write letters mm-hmm. to you um, and at like letter after letter um, i was I was overwhelmed with not just how much people love me but what they were doing is they were seeing in me something that God was revealing to me it, it was basically how much he has loved me all of my life and it was like letter after letter of like just putting in my face his um his love for me and and i was just overwhelmed with emotion like i I was shoot i had to go back into the building with all my Mm -hmm. classmates and i'm sitting at a room um (laughs) with like eight of my classmates and i am i can't talk i'm just bawling them my my group leader gave me like a sweater because i was shivering (laughs) um but it was it was an experience of power it was an experience of of like being held it was an experience of peace it was an experience of clarity it was an experience of god is real and he's been with me my whole life and and he wants to be with me and it was an experience of like i want more of this um It was a conviction that, like, without a doubt, this is not something I contrived or I created. It was someone outside of me coming to me and revealing to me that they were real. Um, So for me, that was a revelation that, um, like, God comes, Holy Spirit, power, um, you know, often it's for me it's like words of you know words of knowledge or just clarity of thought discernment like discernment of spirits is is Mm -hmm. really close to my heart um so the holy spirit who is the holy spirit it's holy spirit is the um the power and and like the the conviction and
1: father dave says the breath of god the breath of god absolutely the ruah that's awesome beautiful um Well, you're listening to Cajun Catholics uh, with Father Mike Delcum, and we have a couple of minutes left in the show. Um, Father Mike, what's what's the future for you? What do you what what do you what do you have in the big future? In in the big looking at the big future,
0: yeah. Um, I tell you what, I'll I'll probably call Bishop Desatel after this, and um, and I'll (laughs) ask that question. I have no idea right now. Um, I'm just trying to learn how to be. A humble servant at sacred heart we also have a school saint cecilia school so um for me just being present and listening to the father and just being a servant is enough um so i don't have any huge major plans other than uh (laughs) just trying to be present today which i have found in my life that's enough
1: well listen it's been a blessing to have you present today um It's been uh, an honor to have you as the first guest on Cajun Catholics. I want to thank all our listeners out there. Again, God bless you all, and thank you for being with us today. Thank you, Father Mike. You're welcome. All right.